right, now it's day 20, I think. I'm way overdue, uh, but you may know that by now. Um, yeah, for those who don't know, and I don't blame you, <laughs> I'm, uh, the, the idea of this uh, series is to document my departure from Berlin and possibly, probably, I will extend it to my arrival to Spain. I'll be moving to Mallorca by end of this month. And this, this short series, prior to the end of the month, documents hectic time uh, around packing and uh, not really that. No, I'm not really talking about packing at all. I'm just talking about what's going through my mind as I do get ready for this transition because uh, I don't really know what to expect. I've never been to Mallorca. I'm going there because my girlfriend told me that it's pretty cool. <laughs> we have a daughter and we want to create better environment for her. Um, that is to say, I cannot really honestly say that I'm connecting with this environment. None of us is really enjoying it to the point where we could say we would like to stay in Germany. Uh, we've been living here for uh, seven years, I think, at this point. And I guess it's way overdue to, uh, to make the decision. We, we are making decision now to leave. Uh, but at the same time, we are quite grateful for all the things that happened here. It was probably the most meaningful time of our lives. And I'm speaking for myself. I'm, I'm super grateful for all those years. But now I'm really eager to look forward and I'm really excited to open this new chapter. I've been journaling for, uh, hey, majority of my life. I'm, I'm almost 40 and yeah, I, I can say I've been journaling for over half of my life and opening this new chapter makes, uh, makes me very happy because starting new things is a lot more enjoyable than finishing them so I'm taking with you, I'm taking you with me on this exciting ride all right so if you know this series you you're probably not interested in that in that previous segment I like to add a little bit of intro to every episode because I don't really have a followership and I, I think people may stumble upon those recordings randomly. So that was just for those who listen to this audio as a first episode of that series. So um, I, I guess I could give you an update, I uh, could give myself an update. I know that like what I'm doing here is hugely just for my own benefit. And I enjoy uh, this journaling project as a part of Audiomo, uh, not for the sake of publishing, just sake of doing it. I know that uh, moving forward to the next month, I will probably not remember anything from those few weeks leading uh, towards the end of my German life. It's a very hectic time. It's really uh, unpleasant. There's a lot of tension, a lot of deadlines, lots of uh, planning and executing. Uh, I don't really enjoy it. I, I mean, 
I've never been so so awake. I'm um, forcing my body to perform, but I kind of I'm kind of expecting to break into pieces in the first weeks of uh, of my new life, just to recover, just to recharge. And I think it'll be very easy with beautiful scenery and climate of Mallorca. I cannot complain. Uh, weather in Germany is also quite spectacular. It's now 26 degrees, but it was uh, 27 or uh, 37 <laughs> earlier today. Um, it's very warm, lots of sun. Where I live in currently, we're renting this this house in the nature reserve area. Um, it's incredibly luscious. And rich in the layers of flora and fauna. Um, I, uh, if, if this country was like this, uh, you know, around the, uh, around the, around the year, I, I think I would have a really hard time leaving it because it's really beautiful. I mean, it's just so gorgeous. In the city and outside of the city. I mean, the, the Berlin, which I visit almost every day, it's beautiful as well. At this time of the year, it's glorious. It's uh, it's it's known to be very green capital, um, and there's a, a really nice variety of trees that make it so wild in its DNA. Uh, just lots of trees, lots of leaves all over the place. So, you know, living at this uh, at this moment in time at this part of the year it makes me a little bit uh, sad <laughs> but like I said I, I will not uh, think twice of Berlin I think once I'm there uh, yeah. second guessing no I'm not second guessing myself at all I'm really looking forward to the void that I know nothing about Why was it so stressful? Where, well, uh, we have a lot of stuff, but not as much as I thought we had, to be honest. Uh, we live in a rather big house with, uh, I think, four, five, six rooms. And we're trying to even decide what goes where. Uh, what do I mean by that? We'll be still renting a small, tiny apartment in Berlin. And we're planning to move some of that stuff to Mallorca and some of that stuff would stay in Berlin. Now, that, that, that is not happening. Uh, turns out we'll keep everything in the tiny apartment, which I, I have no idea how it's going to work at the end because the it's like the, the, the apartment is four times smaller than our current house. Uh, but at the same time, we've managed to sell the biggest pieces of furniture. And I kind of see that now happening. I think it's going to work out at the end. With just four days until move, today we had, we had two people collecting uh, a huge uh, fridge unit and, uh, and a, a piece of old furniture that was kind of sad to to, 
to let go. Um, but I guess I was the only one really liking it in the house. So uh, yeah, we let it go. It was like a bench, uh, old French bench. <laughs> um, the seller told me he brought it from France and uh, it used to be in a church. Now apparently it goes back to France now with new owners. So, uh, yeah, yeah, interesting life this bench has. Um, and tomorrow we'll be selling the biggest piece of our property, uh, of our furniture. It's a big sofa from IKEA. Uh, it's quite comfy, quite cozy, but it's just, uh, it makes no sense to, to travel with it. Shipping services are quite expensive, especially now it's apparently peak season. I don't know, they might be saying this <laughs> at any time of the year, it's always peak season. And I wonder how long will people use Corona as an excuse to hike the prices. Uh, we're getting quite high evaluations for shipping of our stuff. Um, the highest fee uh, for uh, for packing and uh, transportation that's about 2,000 kilometers then un unpacking um, we got a quote for 6,000 that was the highest the four and a half was the smallest amount of money they were asking for and I, I don't think the stuff we're uh, about to move is even that um, that expensive. I mean, we pay more for transport than for whatever it's worth. I mean, all of that is replaceable. Uh, we have some personal items, but this will be probably transported in other ways, like uh, with DHL, some other career. So, what was I saying? Yeah, a lot of decisions, a um, lot of confusion, you know, I've been on phone with different moving companies telling them that yeah we're moving to Mallorca and to Berlin and then no actually only to Berlin uh, a lot of confusion I, I got I've made many people annoyed because they they need to make a commitment as well right they they they, they have a, their schedule and you know I'm changing my mind so it was very frustrating but I think we reached the consensus now there's a couple of things we we still need to get rid of. Uh, there is this mattress. That's I don't know. It's a huge mattress. It's just lying on the ground. It's a it's a mattress that uh, our daughter usually plays on, or maybe we we try her. We we try to make her to play on it. I mean, she's using it as a trampoline. You know, she's jumping on it. So it's an IKEA mattress, it's quite good, very firm. I like firm mattresses. I used to like to sleep on it. Um, and it has some, some stains, because, you know, it, it, it has been used. Uh, it's un unpleasant to talk about, but there are, there are different fluids. Sometimes it's tea, sometimes it's, you know, something you brought to bed for drinking, but, you know, it's usually sweat. Um, and hey, it's a little baby, so it's also also urine, urine, and um, yeah, tears, lots of tears. So how do you even sell? Who who'd buy this? 
I kind of feel uncomfortable selling it to be honest, but it's not like I have a problem like that at all in my hands. Uh, in fact, no one is even looking at the ad and I don't know what to do with it. Uh, we're living in the, at a location where we cannot just toss it on the street and someone will pick it up. We need to bring it somewhere. So I'm thinking, worst case scenario, I'll cut it into pieces, like some kind of a murderer cutting huge body into pieces. <laughs> I'll shove it into the car and and and, and bring it to like recycling center. I mean, I, I guess I could call them to bring a skip and then, but I think it's just too much work. It'd be faster to cut it into pieces and, and deal with it that way. I, I don't know, I don't know. Like this whole thing might be a huge mistake. I, mean, I think it was a mistake to get this mattress in the first place. Um, yeah, and there's a couple of things that I, I I wish I could have with me all the time. Uh, even once we get there, I would, I would love I would love to have some of those items with me. Like, I have this uh, digital tablet for digital art, a 20, 27 inches screen that you can write on. It's like a huge iPad, but for for a computer, uh, it's it's a it's a tool for for painting, right? Digital painting. Now I have been using it a lot, but it's, if I sell it, it will make me really sad because it's, it's an extraordinary device and I would love to use it daily as my work tool, but I, I don't do it right now. I, I cannot really commit to my career that much. Uh, I'm spending more, most of my days uh, taking care of my daughter and honestly, I don't have time or energy to paint right now so I I feel like if I sell it it will feel like a defeat uh, I will feel like I, I've, I had this amazing tool this amazing potential and I've never really done anything with it and I, I don't think I'll buy another one now again it's not my problem because no one wants to buy it you know it's a, it's a problem I would like to have that I'm selling it no, no, it's not happening. I can't, no one wants to buy it. It's a huge screen. It's very heavy because it comes with a base and it's really hard to even carry it around. It's not a portable thing. So I, I don't know what, I, what I'm going to do with it. Um, so there are decisions that will have, will have to be made. Um, and, you know, Months towards this, uh, months leading towards this, this, this time, this current week, this idea of getting rid of stuff, living in a more minimal way, it was something I, I felt very strongly about. I felt like I, I don't need stuff. None of this makes me happy. I, I could just slowly, week by week, evaluate what I have and what I no longer want to have. And I've, I've I got rid of many things that I kind of thought I need but I didn't at all and I'm truly more happy because uh, I can just grasp what I own and uh, I don't know just my life seemed to be more under control and I'm no longer and I'm no longer ending up having a huge mess in my office uh, therefore I'm no longer like I'm no longer having this awful anxiety from being in a mess that I cannot manage, you know. 
So yeah, currently my, my personal items, it's just a few boxes, that's it. And this big ass screen that I need to address somehow. You know, I, I really feel like I will somehow make uh, a big sacrifice and I will just send it to myself. Uh, because what it symbolizes, you know, what it, it, just because what it means. Um, I, I don't think I can sell it, and I, I think I won't be, I will be able to sell it. Now, speaking of stuff, uh, there is also this one more thing I want to talk about. It, it's something that people in Germany or, or Berlin are quite aware of. Um, there is this, this, this trend people putting things on the street for other people to take and they write a little note that says Sufer Schenken uh, which means you can take it it's free um, and today we've, we've set a lot of tiny things for other people to take and they did it was really interesting to see how people were stopping um, our belongings were finding new home, you know, I, I, I felt like a lot of joy, I, I felt relieved, because, you know, that was no longer like a dead weight for me, and I, I, I saw other people uh, getting happier, because they felt like, oh, it's a treasure, <laughs> yeah, one man's trash, another man's or person's I'm sorry one person's trash another person's treasure right so yeah that was happening today and so there's a couple of those things still in front of our house I think maybe everything is gone uh, I would love to I would love people to take everything that was there because it was like a carpet and Ikea shelf yeah that's what I mean lots of Ikea stuff that no one really wants to buy uh, aftermarket. I feel like the, the magic of IKEA lies within the, the the original shopping experience. As you enter the market, the the, the the warehouse, IKEA warehouse, you're immersed in this ideology almost, and uh, you just buy things because you you're kind of plugging into their aesthetics. But then once you bring it to your house or to your apartment, it feels it, it it looks kinda cheap and crappy. Now there is IKEA in Mallorca but <laughs> we've made this resolution before, no more IKEA in our life, but uh, I don't know. Who knows, maybe but this this time we're gonna make it. Maybe we'll no longer have IKEA in our life. So yeah, working with our belongings is is our biggest concern right now. Other than that, uh, I spoke about this before. Um, me getting there will be, uh, I want to say, quite interesting. Uh, I'll be driving with two cats, and now I know for the fact car will be filled with our personal belongings which I'm really not happy about I, I kind of felt I would be driving lightly 
uh, with just essentials. Uh, so it would be really intimidating uh, also for cats. I mean, they will have good conditions. Uh, I'll, I'll make it to be as cozy as possible. Uh, I'll be driving Mercedes Combi, like a station wagon type of thing. And the whole back would be adapted for them to, to feel safe and, and cozy. I know they will be quite stressed, uh, but there's just really nothing we can do. Um, alternatively, we would either fly them uh, but it's not feasible. Uh, it, it's really not, trust me. And the second solution is to ask a professional uh, pets uh, migrators. <laughs> there are those buses that transport animals. Uh, but I, I really feel it's not not a, not a good idea. That it's just uh, I don't even know what's what's happening during the. The move, uh, like during the, you know, as the truck is driving, uh, are there any stops? Are they getting enough water? Are they stressed? I kind of feel like I want to be with my cats uh, along for that ride. And I know they'll be meowing a lot. They will be unhappy, but I think only us, their owners, can can give them comfort in this highly uncomfortable situation. And of course. I have to admit, like it's us putting them in this uncomfortable situation. But again, this is—it's not holidays. We are moving to Mallorca for uh, unforeseeable, unforeseeable future. So it's gonna be their home. That's right. Uh, now I'll be—I'll be leaving Germany uh, on the first or second. I wanna get a good sleep before I, I move. I go. Um, and I'll be probably driving at night because of how hot it is and I kind of feel like it'll be safer, there'll be less traffic. Um, yeah, uh, I think it'll be just a lot more pleasant. I feel like just driving in a, in a warm car, even with AC turned on all the way up, it's, it's, not, uh, it's not the best thing to do. Uh, it, it might be kind of cool to drive throughout the night I feel like time will be passing faster. There will be less temptations to stop over and explore, uh, explore little towns, whatever. I, I cannot really do that with cats locked in the car anyway. So I feel like uh, I just, I, I just gonna try to ride as far as possible until I get tired in the morning, uh, probably around six. I can have a nap one or two naps uh, and then uh, I will eventually get to Barcelona and, and from there there is a ferry that takes seven hours to get to Mallorca and we'll get a shuttle, not shuttle, the, you know, like, a, like a little room uh, with a bed and I think I will have to smuggle cats over to, to go there with me. It won't be easy and I hope I won't get into trouble but uh, that's the plan there'll be a lot of improvisation I I've, like the only thing I know is the the distance destination 
I trust that my car is in, in good condition. Uh, I got a new oil. Uh, and I guess nothing is making any noise or uh, there are no red lights on the dashboard. Uh, I feel like it should be okay. I mean, it's 2,000 kilometers. It's, it's a lot to take in in one, one go like that. But I'm, now I get a sense in, in how many days I actually make 2,000 kilometers. Uh, it takes me usually uh, like two weeks to do that from just driving back and forth, running errands. So I feel like by, by now, I actually, I'm, I'm fit to drive that far. Uh, the only thing I need to arrange is um, some kind of entertainment. Uh, obviously, I won't be able to watch movies, but there's a lot of stuff I would like to listen to. Now, that includes music, that includes podcasts and, and books. So, yeah, I can, I can just do that. Uh, it'd be kind of fun to to say, hey, I just need to listen to that one audiobook and by the time I finish, I'll be there, you know, like it takes, it will take one audiobook to, to get there. So it'll be like a nice, nice way to, to measure the distance, the time. I may do that, but which book do I pick? Uh, I mean, for the last two years, I've been, I've been pretty much just buying books and never, never listening to them. Uh, but I feel like I've been buying them for occasion like this when, uh, when I actually have time to go through them. So that's the idea. Uh, I feel like frequency of my recordings will increase during, during the, uh, during that trip. Uh, yeah, I won't really have anyone to, to talk to. My family will be on the plane, and I'll be on my own with cats. So, well, that that's that's actually an important thing. Will I be able to speak with cats meowing? I guess only short updates will be possible. But we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Uh, all right, we are now uh, approaching home, so I think that's it. And uh, I'll speak to you later before I leave, for sure. I hope you're doing well. And uh, keep up the, the audio mode challenge. I hope you are doing better than I do this year. <laughs>